Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis, wide open. Davis. Still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And I wanted to get to know North Carolina running back Michael Carter since the Jets got him at number 107 overall. And so I reached out to my friend Zach Pearson, who runs Bear Report and also the Bear Report podcast. But in addition to being a Bears fan, he is a huge Tar Heels guy. So I said, who do I need to talk to here? And he pointed me in the direction of my guest right now, Ross Martin, who covers Carolina for Inside Carolina. Thanks so much for coming on, Ross. Really appreciate it. By the way, I should start by saying there's another Ross Martin who a lot of Jets fans really liked as a kicker, and people would push for him every offseason to challenge for the kicker job. So you are the other Ross Martin, or maybe he's the other Ross Martin. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, when he was playing for Duke, um, I mean, you'd see his name pop up on Twitter and stuff, and I, I always kind of, you know, you get people mentioning you with Ross Martin because it's, it's, you know, not the most common name to have first and last name the same, especially with the first name Ross. But, but yeah, it was funny when he was at Duke and I was covering Carolina. Yeah, it's like Jordan Reed from the Draft Network. Jordan Reed, the tight end, retired right. recently, and his mentions just got bombed all day. So I'm sure similar things probably happened to you when anything involving the kicker, Ross Martin, happened. That's right. That's right. 
So let's talk a little bit about Mr. Carter here. He grew up in Florida, but he ended up at North Carolina despite getting offers in state from Florida and then out of state from Louisville, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. What do you remember about Michael Carter's recruiting process and why he chose Carolina despite being from Florida? Yeah, I mean, I remember I covered his recruitment. I was covering recruiting back then, and they just got on him. And, you know, he didn't have, like, Florida State, which was really close to where he lives. He's from the Panhandle. Um, So he didn't have Florida State. You know, he didn't have the huge SEC offers like Auburn, Alabama, Georgia. So he was kind of – he was a national recruit, but wasn't exactly, you know, an elite recruit um, pulling up his ranking here. Uh, he was the number six all-purpose back, the number 54 player in Florida, and number 433rd player in the nation. And so, you know, a pretty mid-range three-star recruit, but he was dynamic. UNC targeted him early. Um, he was like, you know, the, obviously their main running back target in that class. Um, and they did really well recruiting him. He, he came to campus a couple times. He built a close relationship with some of the other commits in that class. And it was kind of um, – you know, it wasn't really like down to the wire with any other schools. I just remember he kind of liked Carolina. They liked him a lot. They showed him a lot of love. Uh, he committed up at a uh, – he verbally committed kind of, I guess, secretly during a um, – it was called Fedora's Freak Show, kind of an elite prospect camp, and usually it was in June. Uh, so we knew he committed then. He kind of like flubbed his announcement because we all saw him commit, and then we were supposed to hold it until July 4th. And I remember him committing on July 4th because, like, we were, I was trying to, like, you know, do July 4th stuff. I had to cover his recruitment. Um, so it wasn't really dramatic because I think it was kind of a foregone conclusion he was going to go to UNC. But he was a, he was a, you know, a pretty big time uh, recruit and a, and a good get for UNC because um, he had seen how much success they had had in the 2015 class or 2015 season and 16 season. So they were building off that. But obviously, when he got to UNC, uh, he experienced two down years um, before kind of the resurgence under Mac Brown. Whenever you talk to players around North Carolina and ask them about leaders on the team, Michael Carter's name is the first one that comes up. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, his personality is uh, it's incredible. He's very affable, um, very likable, very energetic. Uh, I think everyone respected him at Carolina. He had a way to connect, I think, with all players. Now, obviously, I'm not in the locker room, but just speaking with coaches and, uh, and other players. Michael, um, you know, was a go-to guy for coaches to kind of turn to, to, to gauge the room or to kind of help lead um, the, uh, the program in certain directions with certain decisions. Um, friends with everyone, um, a source of kind of energy and, and hype before games and providing energy to the team. Uh, whether it be the offense or, or just the whole team. Um, and he's got an electric, kind of uh, very engaging personality uh, and pretty funny guy, but very thoughtful too. Um, smart kid, thoughtful, uh, unique, you know, a little weird in, in a way, which is great, I think. Um, so you get a great kid for the Jets, um, really strong personality, dynamic personality, energetic, and a guy who will definitely boost the locker room in terms of team chemistry and and working with uh, different players on different levels. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Ross, you mentioned Michael Carter's resurgence under Mac Brown, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Mac Brown came in in 2019. He had been out of football for quite a while, but he was a legendary coach both at North Carolina in the past and obviously at the University of Texas where he won a national championship. And so he comes in, and according to him, one of the first questions he asked was, is number eight still here? Because he really wanted to work with Michael Carter. He also has compared Michael Carter and Javante Williams to a legendary backfield that he faced in the national championship, Reggie Bush and Lendale White. I suppose in this case, that would mean Javante Williams is Lendale White and Reggie Bush would be Michael Carter. Tell me a little bit about what you mentioned before that resurgence and how he really blossomed once Mac Brown got in there. Yeah, I mean, he was a, um, you know, he was a big player his freshman year too. Like, I mean, he had eleven. Uh, sorry, had eight touchdowns as a freshman. Um, you know, he was a reliable running back in those seasons. He had five hundred fifty nine yards his freshman year, five hundred ninety seven yards his sophomore year. The offense just sucked. I mean, they didn't have a quarterback. They couldn't figure out what they were doing in terms of offense. I mean, that's really what got. Larry Fedora fired was just the lack of a quarterback and they just couldn't move the ball. Um, so he was, he was decent. He just wasn't in a good offense. So you're going to have, it's going to be tough to, to get a lot of yards and tough to get a lot of touchdowns when you're um, a quarterback and your offense struggles. Um, but when they, when Mac Brown was hired in 2009 or 2018 and then ahead of the 2019 season, they installed a, a wide open kind of air raid offense under offense coordinator, Phil Longo. They got a great quarterback in Sam Howe, who should be a top draft pick next season in 2022. Um, and, you know, Carter thrived in, in both seasons. Only three touchdowns as a junior, but uh, over 1,000 yards. He's always been a pass threat um, catching the ball. He had uh, 21 receptions as a, as a junior, 25 receptions as a senior, and um, was even, even more dynamic alongside Javante Williams. Uh, Carter had see 1,245 yards as a 
senior and, and nine touchdowns and, and three and two receiving touchdowns. So he just thrived when the offense thrived. He was able to um, get more involved as a pass catcher, understand how they were running the ball in, in different ways. It was more effective. The offensive line got more experience. Um, so everything kind of came together under Mac Brown. The pieces started coming together. You're going to see that next year with UNC. They're going to be likely even better despite losing to uh, top draft picks and Carter and Williams. But um, when the offense got better, Carter got better, and he was a big part of that too. I mean, he was a dynamic player, um, split reps with Javante Williams, and both of them, I think, can be every down backs. Um, Carter you know, gets knocked for his size, but he's tough. He's strong. He's powerful. He can get to the outside. He can run between the tackles. He can help out on special teams as well. He can catch the ball. So it all came together last year. Um, the offense was just very, very explosive. Pass game was clicking as long as as well as the running game. Tell me about the relationship with Javante Williams because they really seem to play off each other perfectly. Yeah, just, there was no jealousy, you know, no issues. You got to credit those two guys for that. You got to credit the, the running backs coach and the offense coordinator and Mac Brown for just um, putting them in positions where they were splitting carries very equally. Um, they'd kind of go with the hot hand at different points in the game. And you got to credit Michael Carter back to that leadership aspect, you know, knowing he was the more veteran running back and knowing that, you know, splitting carries is not always a bad thing. It keeps you fresh. They had fresh legs in the fourth quarter, both those guys to take over games. Um, you know, Javante it's, it's, is not a very vocal guy. Can't get much out of him. And Michael Carter is kind of the opposite. So maybe they balance each other out with those type of personalities. Um, but they definitely ran, ran a two-headed system, two-headed running back system. And, you know, a little bit of that, like you talked about with Lindell White and uh, Reggie Bush, kind of thunder and lightning. But they were they're both dynamic, I think. They're both super, super uh, powerful and dynamic and fast running backs. Carter a little bit more um, lateral quickness, maybe a little bit more uh, get the outside type back where Javante is, is definitely more of your power goal uh, goal line back. But uh, I wouldn't really compare Lindell White to Javante. I think Javante is definitely more of an every down back who can can do pretty much everything. Um, while it's Carter, Carter may be a little more dynamic in terms of getting out in space and making moves, but they both have breakaway speed. Yeah, split carries and, and everybody stayed happy and the team was winning most of the time. And so that helped as well. I want to talk a little bit more about the relationship with Mac Brown. As we said, a resurgence once Brown showed up. But as a Texas fan, I know Mac Brown fairly well, and I understand when he talks so highly of a kid, it's because he has a strong relationship with him. When Mac Brown goes out there and just gushes and gushes and gushes about Michael Carter, that tells you a lot about where the two of them are at, right? Yeah, I mean, I think he had a great relationship with him. Um and it's credit to both of them. You know, new coach, you never know what the dynamic's going to be. But he did lean on um, Carter as a veteran and a, and a leader to kind of work some things through. Because when a new coach comes in, there's definitely going to be changes in every aspect of the program. And then you hit the uh, you hit the pandemic, which is uh, definitely was a tough time for all the teams across the nation dealing with not being on campus and, and kind of workouts on your own. And then you had the you know, definitely some civil unrest and, and racial unrest. And so they leaned on Carter and some other leaders in the program to help make decisions and then help kind of facilitate changes throughout the, the last two seasons. And I think Carter is, is to be credited with really helping the res resurgence under Mac Brown. Um, 
you know, one of those guys will look to him and Sam Howell and some of these other kind of juniors and seniors on the team right now will be looked to as kind of laying the foundation for what UNC is is becoming um, with a top 10 team this season. And, and there's a chance, you know, competing for, um, you know, getting into the college football playoff at some point over the next couple of years. Ross, there's a player named Jake Lawler who used to be on UNC, and he's been very public about his struggles with depression. And he came out this past weekend and talked about how he probably wouldn't have made it through without Michael Carter, which I think tells you so much about Michael Carter as a human being. If you could talk a little bit about the story of Jake Lawler and then what happened with Michael Carter and how he helped Jake Lawler make it through his struggles. Yeah, I mean, so they were in the same recruiting class. I know Jake pretty well. I know his family pretty well, too. I still talk to his mom um, here and there. And, yeah, I mean, he he went public with some depression uh, concerns and, and suicidal issues. Um, I guess it was maybe two years ago or a year and a half ago because um, Jake did not play last season. So he was under Mac Brown for one year in 2019. Um and I think they were roommates and they were very close and, you know, talking about um, mental health and depression is, is very challenging for everyone involved. And from what Jake, I said, I think said in that tweet thread and, and what he's mentioned in some other type of uh, blog posts is that, you know, confided in Michael Carter and Michael Carter as his best friend and roommate and, and that confidant uh, in Chapel Hill kind of helped him, um, be more open with it and you know he uh jake went public with it with a with a big kind of post and you know got a lot of media attention and, and kind of you know talking about mental health and mental illness is very challenging but it's also very beneficial i think to a lot of people not just the person that are going uh, through that stuff but other people dealing with the same issues being able to talk through it and, and make you know kind of take down the stereotypes and the issues that surround it um so yeah that was Beautiful to see, and he kind of shows you the type of person and character and friend that Carter is. And, um, yeah, so that was a really cool kind of thread that Jake did. And I hope the Jets fans saw that and people across the NFL kind of saw that. Uh, Jake's in California now, I think working for, like, a production company, some sort of uh, – he's in the, in the kind of the movie business now. He's always interested in movies and, and uh, Hollywood and that kind of stuff. So I think he's doing some writing and production and, and that kind of stuff, getting his career started in L.A., um, after he graduated from Carolina. So cool story there, cool friendship um, between two guys that were part of that class that came into UNC and, and, and stayed close throughout their tenure at UNC. So for anybody who didn't read the thread, it's up right now on Jake Lawler's Twitter, at JakeLawler42, and I'm going to read it for you really quickly. Here's what he had to say. Short thread about the incredible person the New York Jets are getting in Michael Carter. I'm sure people who follow me know about my depression, how my life has changed since I went public with it, but less people know that I would not be here without Michael. Michael was the only one who knew about my struggles with mental health for years, and I placed an incredibly unfair burden on him to keep it between us. He reluctantly listened to my wishes and became my lifeline throughout college. My mental health continued to deteriorate as the years went by, despite Michael honoring my wishes. And then in January 2019, two weeks after writing my first short story, I attempted suicide for the second time in my life. After stepping off the ledge and coming back to our dorm, I was in complete disarray. I felt the crushing weight of my depression continue to get heavier and heavier until Michael lifted it. He looked at me and said, you need to start telling people. 
I don't want to be responsible for your death by keeping your pain a secret. And that was the wake-up call I needed. For years, I never considered that Michael shared my burden. That was something I couldn't allow. And I listened to him. I started telling people. I told my parents, my friends, my coaches. I told my therapist. And most importantly, I told myself. I faced my reality for the first time in my life and embraced the help and support I so desperately needed. All of this is to say I wouldn't be here without Michael. Everyone will see the incredible talent he has on the field, but I hope even more people will be able to see the type of person he is, a good man and a great friend. Congratulations, New York Jets. You got a steal. So powerful words there about the type of human being that Michael Carter is, exactly the type of player that Robert Sala and Joe Douglas have been continuing to try to add to their locker room. So I think he'll fit in with their vision perfectly. Last question for you before I let you run, Ross. I wanted to ask you about the transition from North Carolina to New York. He grew up in Florida, and then he played his college football at UNC. Very big difference coming to New York City. From everything you've said, seems like a high-character kid, real presence in the locker room, real presence with the coaching staff. Fans seem to love him. Think he could handle being in New York? I do. Well, I got a question for y'all, for you. Where do the players live? They don't live in like Manhattan, <laughs> do they? Jersey or, or some of the other boroughs, or they live out in the suburbs? What's the deal with where most of the players live, like rookies and stuff? So they could live in Manhattan if they want to, but I would say most of them probably live in the suburbs, like Long Island, parts of New Jersey. And it really depends on what you're comfortable with, because I know, for instance, not that he was a rookie, obviously, but Brett Favre, when he was here, he had a place that was way out in the boonies because that's where he was comfortable. So obviously, if you're somebody who's from that type of culture and you would prefer to be there, you can do that. If you want to be closer to the city, you can do that. It really is a mixture of personalities and where people are comfortable. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, I mean, I think um, I think change is, is good for, for people. And I think um, in terms of that kind of stuff, like I think Carr will embrace the, the different landscape and culture that New York provides. Uh, I think, you know, having gone to, he's from a, a town in Florida and, uh, you know, Chapel Hill is a, a, a college town, but it's close to Raleigh and Durham, but still a, a small community. So I think it's exciting probably for a lot of players to kind of get out and move to the big city. So I think that, that will be fine in terms of the media pressure. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you the star running back for a, um, for a college team, there's, there's not much negative media coverage, you know, you know, a lot of the people that cover the team went to UNC and a lot of, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty easy going in terms of media coverage. I know that changes in the NFL when you become a professional and you're getting paid and you're kind of held a little bit more responsible for, you know, you're doing a job. And if you don't do your job, well, you're going to get um, destroyed or attacked by fans and the media and things like that. So that's just something everyone has to deal with. But I think uh, Michael has the proper makeup to deal with that. I mean, he's a very positive guy, very, um, level-headed i think he kind of gets it in, in many ways and that's important and it has a, a strong foundation with his sports system at carolina and his family by all accounts too so i mean i, I no concerns about how he'll handle it you know i just hope he's in a, a good place um in a good position to thrive and that they surround the offense as it seems like they're doing in new jersey surround the offense with ways for for zach wilson and and, and michael carr to be successful because uh, I know how intense it can get when the Jets start losing and, and the and the coaching staff starts getting a lot of pressure as well. So hopefully it's a good place for his start of his career, and I'm, I'm looking forward to you know following him and the other 
uh, other four UNC draftees in this 2021 class. Zach Wilson at quarterback, Elijah Vera Tucker at guard, Michael Carter at running back, and Elijah Moore at wide receiver. We're all hoping that years from now we look back at this draft class as the beginning of the turning point for the Jets franchise. And if that does happen, Michael Carter clearly going to be a big part of that. And I'm glad that Ross Martin from Inside Carolina was able to join us to shed a little insight on what the Jets are getting, not just as a player, but obviously as a person when it comes to Michael Carter. Ross, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. For anybody that wants to check out what you're doing, read your work, follow you on social media, how can they do that? Yeah, it's uh, at Ross Martin underscore IC. I believe that's it. And then InsideCarolina.com uh, for all your UNC coverage. Uh, we have great podcasts, great, um, you know, everything. Recruiting, football, basketball, recruiting, team stuff, uh, podcasts, a lot of uh, premium intel on recruiting and scouting and things like that as well, but tons of free stuff on the team. Um, football and basketball as we get geared up here for the 2021 season. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Did a great job. Thanks again for coming on. And everybody should check out what Ross is doing at Inside Carolina and check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com. We've got write-ups of all the draft picks, including the day three players that the Jets are hoping are gems. That was from Tommy Griffin Krantz. He did a great job summing all of that up. We've got killer videos on our YouTube channel, including a great film breakdown by Luke Grant, of the newest wide receiver for the New York Jets, Elijah Moore, and now Michael Carter. He did a film breakdown of Michael Carter and why he will be the Jets' number one running back by the time the season starts. So subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already, and give us a five-star review on the podcast if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumbacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.